Why is it that every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know? Don't you know y'all supposed to just say something nice? Showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. Film, TV, and music news and discussions, plus reviews in addition to our Say Something Nice challenge, in which we challenge each other to say something nice about the best and worst in pop culture. Be sure to check us out at ssmpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Google Play, and TuneIn. Be sure to like and share the show on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where we are under the handle SSM Podcast. And be sure to comment and rate us five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. And so episode three is called The Trial of Sabrina Spellman, in which she gets put on trial by her by the um the coven because she ran out her dark baptism basically they're saying that it was a like a, a a breach of promise that she had promised to sign and therefore she didn't so she's being tried in which court where instead of being innocent to proven guilty you're guilty to proven innocent sound like America mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and so she ends up actually hiring Daniel Webster who is a famous literary character to serve as her attorney. Because like, I actually never read the poem, but basically it's about he challenges the devil in court, right? hmm And so he's going to try to do it again. But of course, uh, Madam Satan can't have that shit. So she plants all of these things for Sabrina to find, these newspaper clippings and stuff, that she can see that Daniel Webster basically was this lawyer who defended rapists and pedophiles and murderers. And it turns out that one of the ones that he helped actually ended up raping and murdering his own teenage daughter. Right. So he feels a sense of responsibility to try to help Sabrina and also because Sabrina's father helped him and taught him basically like witch law and everything, like and sort of kind of try to help him rehabilitate himself after he lost his daughter. Right. And so, question: it, uh-huh. What's the uh, what's the the guy who's over the school? What's his name again? Father Blackwood. Father Blackwood. Okay. Does he not know who Miss Warnwell really is? No, nobody does. does he, oh, so he doesn't yeah. know she's Lilith. Okay. Right. Yep. They just okay. think she's a witch. They believe her story. Oh, okay. yeah, which which all, which makes it even more fun to just watch her gallivant through the entire season. <laughs> but, just being, but when she when just, they realize that she's a witch, I'm saying he doesn't realize like witch witch. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Because I was like, he doesn't realize that because she basically kind of does have one up on him. Oh yes, she does. Oh yeah. But he doesn't. But he, doesn't yeah. he, he still thinks that he's like the HBIC basically. Oh yeah. Like, pretty much. Okay. Gotcha. She, 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 she has one over on everybody. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Somebody asked Kim if he wants to log on. He just got back home, I think, or he might just be getting out of the movie. Um, oh. And so I love the scene where they had like the like the final showdown at the court, and Sabrina basically is like like starts. Chal- I always get the exact words. But she starts challenging the devil, and then the case of hell opened up in the court. 
I was like, Woo! <laughs> are we really? I was like, are we really doing this? Yeah, right. <laughs> they, and they they really had to go down there into the devil's quarters and have like the final showdown where it turns out Sabrina it wins her freedom and just had to worry about being punished when she dies. Because the idea was that you had to chew a die and then she would have to burn in like hell for five hundred years. But apparently, as long as she as long as she goes to Witch Academy on like like. I guess Thursday and Friday, <laughs> and weekend she'll be fine. And also, this this episode, I love like the sort of kind of low key comedy, but also low key tragedy of the fact that as you know, a part of the whole trial proceedings, they take away the Spellman's powers, which means that Hilda and Zelda start aging rapidly. Mm-hmm. Teeth start falling yep. out. They start getting gray hair and wrinkles, and start looking a mess. Ambrose got to help him up out the chair. Yeah. And the B-plot is at the school where Rosalind is upset because the school has banned in the classes The Blue Is Eye by Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize was that controversial. I guess it was in the 70s and stuff. That was that controversial of a book. But apparently But it's it not the 70s. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it still is in Greendale. And so it goes to this whole thing where they find out that, you know, they because the because the principal Hawthorne tries to claim there are no banned books at the school, but uh, Rosalind just patches the other kids to the library and the Dewey Decimal System and the car file, and they go and look for the books. And the black library is like, so some of these books have been checked out permanently, we should say, you know, which. We aren't. We don't have them available anymore, and they basically challenge the whole thing, and they find out that they'll have a tribunal with like the PTA or the school board in three months. And Rosalind's distraught about this, and they ask her why, and it turns out that you know, three months is all she basically has left of her vision. She has degenerative myop myop uh, myopia, mm-hmm. and she's rapidly losing her ability to see. And in three months, she'll be she'll be legally blind, which distresses her. And so, like Miss Wartwell, to try to make her feel better, starts a secret book club of banned <laughs> books only. And they start with the bluest eye, because Miss Wartwell's whole thing, uh, Madam Satan wants Sabrina alive, to, of course, take her place as you know the concubine of Satan. So. Mm. In the comic where she's trying to kill Sabrina all the time, it's the opposite. She's trying to keep Sabrina alive the whole time. Mm-hmm. Even though Sabrina is the daughter of the man who threw her over for a mortal. And she don't like any of that at all. Oh, he chose Sabrina's mama over her? Yep. Oh. Yep. In the comic, she was a witch named Iola who killed herself after she was spurned. And she ended up in she ended up in hell burning for her uh suicide. Which is almost what basically what Prudence's mama did. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And um we also we talked already about Ambrose and the iguana and stuff like that. We didn't talk about the fact that so what happened during the trial, it comes out that Sabrina's father signed her name in the book of in the book of nights when she was a baby. 
basically, uh, you know, it was the agreement that she had, um, that no, he had. No, it was had. before, remember, because it was in order for him to even get married. I, I think it was after, they agreed before they got, before he got married, but after she was born, she said, oh, yeah, 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 he yeah, signed okay, her name yeah. in the book. So it was already there. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, it turns out the way that, that Daniel Webster had her win the trial was that it turned out that <laughs> Aunt Zelda, I mean, Aunt Hilda had taken Sabrina to the Catholic Church with, with her, her mom. mom and had her baptized. I the day the sc- before. I yelled at the screen, she don't belong to you, devil. She belongs to Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I swear. Those, your neighbors... <laughs> <laughs> you keep trying their patience. Right. <laughs> I, I do. I really do. And so for that, um, Hilda gets excommunicated from the Church of Night for participating. Which I'm surprised she oh, didn't get worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought they would have straight up just like, yeah, somebody give me a knife. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, they, like, are you kidding me? They are not above cannibalism. Yeah. So. Because they were going to submit Sabrina to all these old-fashioned Salem witch trial, like, um, witch uh, tests. Like, throw her in water and see if she floats. Or look for, or find, try to find a witch's mark. And it's a very cute little awkward scene. It's awkward on purpose, where she asks Harvey to try to see if she has a witch's mark on her body. And she right. disrobes in the woods. I'm like, why are y'all always taking y'all clothes off in the woods? Ain't it cold? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's the woods. Ain't nothing gonna happen to you in the woods. It's the woods. Uh, everything happens to these folks in the damn woods. <laughs> I also love how their house is basically like the Adams family house. How it's like it's full of all this weird shit. I also like the fact that they, they act like as if it's nothing at all. Like every yeah. time Hilda Hilda gives a. Uh, a remedy for something it's like eh, it's just that and that and that and that mm-hmm. it's like really but you can't go to Kroger and get any of this thing so <laughs> Ooh, not Kroger they don't have a witch out at Kroger <laughs> <laughs> it's like and she said it so as a matter of factly like as if like eh, it's just in the cupboard like eh. right it's in the fridge alright so can y'all talk about episode four, Witch Academy, right quick? I'll be right back. I got to go take care of something right quick. But you talk about Witch Academy, Sabrina going to the Church of Unseen Night and about um Asia, her Asian bae, Nick. Nick Scratch. Brandon. Ooh, yeah. Brandon. What? Nick Scratch. You can scratch this <laughs> Never mind. You're, you're fine. Well, I guess we'll just we'll make do. All right. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs> I didn't. Let me see. Hang on. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to. Uh, which, oh, so this is when she actually went on her first day, basically. Yeah, first day of Witch Academy. Okay. Which every room is a perfect pentagon, and I was like, mm, mm-mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, like when they said that, I looked up the side. I was like, okay, I'm gonna look back down and let me know when the next scene comes in because I feel like I don't need to be looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I learned, right. I, learned, I learned earlier on in my life that apparently pentagons are five stars, five star, five five pointed stars are evil, blah, blah, blah. Right. I had no idea. I had no idea about that. And then when I learned it, then I realized all the stuff that you, you see around you sometimes. And, I, you know, of course, you had 
people. I remember um, talking to family and friends, and I remember a family getting freaked out when they see any kind of star um, with points on it because they wrap, they start, they start miscounting all the points. Mm-hmm. And then I had to tell people like, it's got six points, people, not five. Chill, it's relaxed, right. so good. <laughs> yeah, that's mm, yeah. I totally, I totally see that. But anyways, yeah. Um, I'm pulling up the synopsis because the one thing about um, going through episodes like this and like um, binging is mm-hmm. that everything just kind of melts together. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. Okay, cool. Um, oh, yeah, okay. The whole because was it because this is when she had the hazing and everything, right? From yeah, the, the harrowing. I'm back, y'all. <laughs> pretty much the harrowing. Pretty much. So it's basically yeah. like a. So re- as, as if even before the episode goes on further, you probably have already guessed what's probably going to happen, right? Is that she joins? That's what how I love how shows sometimes they use stereotypes and then they flip it for you so that way you know it becomes interesting so clearly mm-hmm. she goes to the school obviously she's only be welcomed by by several of the students most notably prudent obviously mm-hmm. and then there's going to be obviously some kind of a hazing you know that was going to happen but the outcome is always what the outcome and what ensues in between is what is the unique part of of an episode like this so the idea that she used um, she used the Salem at the end to basically, you know, survive um, what is probably going to turn her insane is what I'm what I'm understanding from the hazing. Yeah, because you no, get locked okay. in here. You yeah. have no food, no water, no human in um, no human interaction, and then it's supposed to turn you crazy because right. they are apparently the souls of people um, past are are sort of floating around there in this sort of tower room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she's, she, you know, she basically survives it because Salem comes and keeps her company. Right. Which I, I, I had a question. Again. I'm guessing, like, you're familiar, mm-hmm. just instinctively knows, like, where you are or, or something's yes. wrong. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's the exact idea behind any kind of familiar. It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be, um, uh, what do you call it, like, single out for just Sabrina, this, this whole series. Every right. time I've ever seen a, a familiar in any kind of fantasy novel or TV show or whatever, it's always, uh, it's like, it's sharing, it's literally attaching itself to your soul. So wherever right. you go, it knows where you are. And so I guess that's how, um, you know, Salem just basically follows her there. Right. Unfortunately for Sabrina, she learned that um, even before Auntie Zelda did say that, um, but she she gets punished, um, and they tell her, "Hey, you are not allowed a familiar at school. No one's allowed to bring the familiar. So you have to you have to uh, basically uh, tell um, basically let the um, film go. Right. Um, but still, though, it was cool of him to to come and um, aid her. Right. In the meanwhile, I think Brandon will agree that the B plot is basically Ambrose is still trying to figure out what the deal is with this dead body and how come. It's um, you. He's learning more about the fact that this kid is clearly a, a warlock. Um, what right. is going why on? Why is he the this only one that's concerned? <laughs> because so the thing about it is, though, according to what it seems like from Hilda and Zelda, it seems as if witch hunters used to be a thing, but 
it's been so long. And you can even see right. this, the whole town acts as if they don't know anything about stuff like witches because it's been so long right. since, since any any talk about witches or magic or any kind of mythical, um, um, magical whatever has ever been mentioned that the idea that there are witch hunters still around is just kind of ridiculous to them. And that's, that's exactly what it sounds like because Zelda practically laughed it off. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, I think we've done enough to make sure that no one ever remembers any of the, the crazy path that this city, that this uh, village used to have. Right. right. So, even, yeah. um, even Father Blackwood was like, huh. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, one, no one's going around killing witches. No one even knows. I mean, we've done, we've done our part. To, to make sure that it's a, a, a big secret. So, yeah. Right. He also, in this episode, um, Ambrose asked to projects with, Zel- with Zelda's help. With H- Hilda's help. I can't, I keep messing up because, you know, I'm used to the old comics. With Hilda's help to try to go to on a date with Luke because he doesn't tell Luke that he's, you know, on house arrest. And so they, like, to like, we find out though that living beings aren't supposed to astral project. And so, like, the, um, these birds or whatever show up to try to, you know, kidnap you and to right. steal you while your soul is out there floating in the, in the, um, <laughs> in the ether. Floating in the wind. Yep. <laughs> Wait, at this point, does he know that Luke is a warlock too? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, he did before I, the day. Yeah. It, yeah. Cause this is after yeah. they already screwed at the funeral. Yeah. Because yeah, oh, Luke God. has already revealed that. Yes. I know. I know that Connor used to be a warlock because, Okay. Oh, boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brandon. For some reason, I can't remember the. I can't remember the. Uh, the, the. I can't remember that Mrs. Wardwell had actually gone through the house while everybody was away. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. She did. She went. She. Yeah. She went to the house and she took. Everything remember when she, she showed up because Hilda was downstairs. Yeah, she Hilda had to go was back downstairs, downstairs to watch the, the body, yeah. and she just like left her alone. Yeah, watch her cousin Ambrose astro because uh, the body was astro projecting. So mm-hmm. Zelda was well, let. Um, yeah, so I, I think did she just did, yeah she she was supposed to be waiting for on uh, Madam Satan just left her in the parlor alone and while she was downstairs, right. and then okay. so she just walked through the That's damn house, happened. got hair, yeah. clothes, everything, right, and started putting um. Spells on the mirror so she could see through. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but clearly Europe did no good. <laughs> All of them no good. You are really oh no good. And of course, um, at the academy, Sabrina, of course, learns that a lot of uh, kids have of various ages have died during their own harrowings. I mean, not in the pit, but like outside of the whole hanging thing, apparently. That they have to mm. go through, or is it sitting in the woods, you know, just you know, and not allowed to turn around, all this other kind of stuff. And so, what she does is that she calls upon all these kids to help her get back at the weird sisters, and for to force them to to, to never ever, you know, put anybody through this hazing ritual ever again. Because there's a whole point where they even try to hang Sabrina like with a noose. Like she was mm-hmm. one of the Greendale 13 who are these 13 witches who were tried back in, you know, like the days of the Salem witch trials in Greendale and convicted and executed as witches because the actual witch coven did nothing to help them because they didn't want to be exposed. Which is, that's deep as fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Did you guys talk about Asian Bay while I was gone? Oh, no. We haven't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We haven't touched on that yet. Yeah. Yeah, she meets a guy. He's handsome. He's thirsty. She's no. He's, he's no. He's, and, and he's also super thirsty. And so, no, her, her heart might be... Her, she might be divided on that. But the good news is that I feel like as if there was never any question, though, um, following all these interactions with him. Like, Sabrina never seemed to be like, oh, I'm, I'm secretly falling for both of the, uh, for, you know, for him, and uh, my, my heart is torn between two men. She never acted that way for the entire season at all. No. I was surprised. No. I thought this was going to be full-on CW drama bullshit where it's like, you have one girl and you have two guys, blah, blah, blah. But never acted like that. She was extremely faithful to Harvey for the entire thing. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. at school, Father Blackwood won't let Sabrina into like the advanced conjuring classes. Like she wants, like she's in like basically like all the one-on-one shit. But she's like, huh, I'm better than this. I can I can take conjuring. And so he he she he gives her an Akron configuration, this like three-dimensional puzzle that her father put together and that he's been trying to solve for decades and hasn't been able to. If Sabrina can solve that, she can attend the conjuring classes. Mm-hmm. And so he she gets Nick to get her some of her father's notes from the library, which he does because he's trying to, you know, he's he's thirsty. And yep. And so like using the notes and like things that Edward had written about Sabrina's mother Diana in those notes, she solves the puzzle. Only problem is that the fucking puzzle opens up and lets red dust in, which releases a goddamn demon that we find in episode five is named Batty Bat. Like, has anybody questioned the fact that there's a reason why the damn puzzle could not be solved? (laughs) (laughs) Like, maybe just maybe there's a whole reason why he did that. Come on, guys. This is like the part where I was like, ah, this might be the point where I don't make it any further because (laughs) I have not not stopped thinking about that stupid sleep demon since like it, it has, it messed me up. Like I was not. (laughs) That demon Oh my God. Like, I literally screamed at the end of episode four. I was like, oh my God. You and Sabrina are screaming together. Right. Yeah. Also, um, uh, Susie's uncle Jesse we introduced to, who apparently, because Harvey talks about how he saw when he was eight years old, he doesn't want to be a minor in part because when he was eight years old, he was in the mines playing, you know, while his brother was there. And he Mm -hmm. saw a demon, an actual whole, he probably saw the Dark Lord, and he doesn't ever want to go into the mines again. And Sabrina sort of kind of like blows him off a little bit, you know, because she doesn't want to reveal that she's a witch and she knows that what Harvey actually saw. But uh, Susie's uncle Jesse used to work in the mines for Harvey's father as well. Not only saw the demon, but apparently touched the demon and is sitting here and he's possessed and sort of kind of tied up in his room with a red face. Mm-hmm. And he ends up attacking Harvey when Harvey tries to ask him questions. And Harvey, Roz, and Susie all end up touching Uncle Jesse, and they all start having these vi- these horrific visions throughout episode five, and I think six as well. Like basically, like where it's like they're preying on their like fears, you know, the whole like the Rosalind going blind, you know, the like Susie being trans and sort of kind of being between those you know, two worlds, and you know, 
and she, the demons calling her, calling, calling like them an abomination, and Harvey and the whole thing about you know him being a worthless and everything. Um, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Has Uncle Jess how has Uncle Jesse always been like that since the since the season started? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The reason why I ask is that the we find out later on that it's a, it's clearly a demon, mm-hmm. right? Right. That that um, but they made it seem like as if the demon. Well, they did say that the demon is something that devours you from the inside out, mm-hmm. right? Yes. The parasite. Are we to believe that that parasite has always been in Uncle Jesse? It's been there for a while, apparently. We don't know how long he's okay. been tied up in the attic, but it's, the, it's been a while. The reason why I say that is because when they, you know, when we'll get to it, obviously, yeah. because we're spoiling everything, but eventually when they vanquish it, I was just thinking that he died. Well, actually, you know what? Never mind. I just answered my own question. Uh, when we get to it, I'll, I'll understand. Right. I'll, I'll talk about it. But yeah, I just. I just didn't realize that Uncle Jesse was um, possessed the entire time. I thought the demon had come when the episode, you know, came on. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that that was the thing. Right. Okay. The, the demon came out of the mines, basically, when he was still right. working there. Yeah, so uh, the Batty Bat is apparently an actual, like, demon from folklore of the people of the Filipino people. Mm. So this baddie bat is is a villain episode five, which is called Dreams in a Witch House, Oof. where she Oof. puts the Spellman family to sleep and invades their dreams. One of my favorite episodes to be completely Listen, honest. Listen, I remember in the chat, I told y'all I had paused it to go use the bathroom and literally immediately started humming that song that like play every time. The dream of a little dream, yeah. Sleep. And I was like, oh hell. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> That's when I was like, this is the last episode tonight. Mm-mm. 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 I was like, we are not continuing this this evening. <laughs> right. I, I, like, I, 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 so serious. <laughs> God. Yes. You're 16 and you, you're 16 and hey, everybody remembers when you were 16, how you thought everything was a big deal. Yeah. What a- everything that was happening to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like, so like, and I, and so she, I'm trying to see like, where I'm going to the episode, try to remember everything that happened. Because basically... Oh, so hers is just... her. The, yeah, I mean, the launch, the, the, the short of it is, hers is basically, it's a world where, it's a, it's a, an alternate uh, space where, you know, she um, she is happy with with Harvey and she doesn't have to worry about the fact that she's um, half witch, half witch. Yeah, she, uh, yeah half, she does uh, tell him because, and he's okay with it at first. Yeah, but then, of course, both it, universes it, exist just fine together. Everything is just amazing. It's wonderful. They're going to get married because they're really serious about it. Ooh, everybody's yeah. happy. And then all of a sudden, um, Harvey's older brother and dad come in and like, stop the wedding. And he's, he's like, why'd you have to tell me? And so he strangles her and they put her into an Iron Maiden. 
No, mm-hmm. I've seen Iron Maiden sitting in Adam's Family movies and like Scooby Doo episodes, but I've never seen anybody actually put somebody into one and close it in a program. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, usually Brandon was like messaging me live like these last three episodes. He yeah. was like, Is, "Did they put her in Iron Maiden?" Yeah. <laughs> what? I have this same experience too. I was like, I've never actually seen somebody close the Iron Maiden. It's usually just just open and thing, like spooky. And then just before someone saves the person, right? Yeah. It was, a, no, it was in, it was, they had a version of it in, they had a version of it in Matilda, the movie. Right. 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 And so like, yeah, but it's just, we see blood dripping Ooh. and shit because what Batty Bat wants was because when um, the demon was released, they, um, they put a spell protection on the house. And so Batty mm-hmm. Bat can't leave and nothing else can come in. But so she puts everybody to sleep and tries to torture them to tell her the spell to that will unlock the um, the house so she can leave and go out, you know, and which I'm trying to figure out when because when they put her in that urn, I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, wait a minute. When they were all asleep, I said, oh, hold up. This is a set. Um, yeah. Something's yeah. not right. So, so I'm, like, I suspect, I'm like, when did she do that? Is what I'm trying I suspect to what happened was when she had actually entered the room. When Because obviously they all confront her. She gives her story. Everyone's like, yeah, you're not going anywhere. And what I suspect is that it's not so much it's not so much that she, she you know, she, I don't know, tricked or whatever, whatever. I think it's mm-hmm. just being in her mere presence gotcha. causes a glamour over you. And mm-hmm. it, it, wa- it walks you to sleep. And you mm-hmm. think that you're still awake. Yeah. But you're right. actually, you're really asleep. Like they were basically in her yeah. world right then. Yeah. The moment she stepped out, the moment she stepped out of yeah. it, the only thing they had time to do was put a spell over the, a spell over the house and that's it. It was over from then. Gotcha. They were all sleeping. Yeah. Oh, just talking about her freaks me out. I had to turn Disney Channel. On. <laughs> yeah, this, this is kind of scary. Like y'all Listen. don't understand. Like I, when I say she freaks me out, like I, oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, Latria, let me tell you, when they said her name, her uh, all I could think of was in Sesame Street, um, the count, <laughs> the count, right. the count has a song, <laughs> do the body back. Uh, <laughs> all I could all I could think of that's why it didn't it didn't scare me no one because all I could think about is that is that silly song that the count sings of all his back right. do the baddie bat and I was like this is hilarious I'm sorry I can't take you seriously woman. <laughs> so cousin Ambrose's nightmare is that he is embalming himself and he has no idea how this happened but he gets called to the parlor and Father Blackwood is there and releases his um and lifts his sentence so he can actually leave the house. So he gets all his stuff together and his um the weird sisters already have his bag packed. <laughs> and so he's about to go, like, yeah, about to go on an adventure outside the house. And then Batty Bat comes in the fucking door and, and Norman baits the fuck out of him right there on the ground. <laughs> I was like, slash, this, slash, this slash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, yeah. And so and he, then ends, he up, ends up on the on the table. On, on the table, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, so I like the two perspectives that he got. Yeah, and now they're just gonna play the scene over again. But it's like you're on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, that, that was creepy. That yep. was creepy. Very well done. 
And so, and also I love how Miss Wardwell, because Miss Wardwell is Batty Bat's mother, um, you know, Madam Satan's Batty Bat's mother, because she's a mother of demons. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm going to kill these, these spellmans. You will not harm them. And so she tries, she's trying to invade the dreams, trying to find Sabrina's. And she keeps being like, oh, I'm sorry. I think I'm in the wrong nightmare. I swear. <laughs> what a what an what an actress. What yeah. an actress. She shows up in in that dream and she literally bumps into him like, oops, sorry. <laughs> she fixes her hair, Brandon. And yes. then basically pins herself across the wall in a seductive look and she's like, I'm sorry. I believe I'm in the uh from nightmare, and she she walked away. I'm just like, really? She's gonna she's gonna traverse through nightmares, you know, looking all sultry and shit. <laughs> yep. And so Hilda's nightmare is that she wants to hook up with with with, uh, with Principal Hawthorne. <laughs> and Zelda's like, you know, you're a virgin, right? You don't have to. You have to put out. <laughs> right. And so they have this. They have this whole dinner, and everything, and it turns out that. Um, that Principal Hawthorne was a twin who absorbed his brother in the womb. But his brother, by that, he actually means that he absorbed his brother and his face is on his body. Oh, God. So creepy. As his stomach. And so Hilda's freaked out and she lands down and finds, Zel- finds um, um, Zelda, whose mouth she, she um, sewed shut when she was talking shit before, and then mm-hmm. it turns out that they end up, they're conjoined somehow, and they can't separate themselves from each other at all. I.e. staying in the same room, these yep. two beds. <laughs> and then, right. Zelda's nightmare is the story of Jacob and Esau. Basically where Father Blackwood's coming to dinner, um, Hilda makes a, a a vegetable pie. Mm-hmm. And Zelda... Wait, Jacob and Esau? Yeah, Jacob it's, and Esau from no, the Bible. No, Cain and Abel. No, it's Jacob and Esau. Ain't it? Well, no, uh, wait, wait, no, Brandon, wait, no, you're right. Cain and Abel, my bad. It's Cain and Abel. Okay, my bad. Oof. Yeah, Oof. definitely Cain and Abel. Ooh, the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Huh. Not today, Satan. Too much Sabrina. <laughs> oh, <Literally>. so <laughs> leave him, leave him. I say. <laughs> and so, it's so like, uh, and Zelda have had cooked the child because apparently cooked child is the devil's favorite delicacy. But it turns out she she cooked a witch, a warlock child, rather mm-hmm. than a Christian child, and she used onions, two strikes, and so. The devil's only gonna eat Hilda's pie, and Zelda is just—it just she can't that she can't put up with that at all. Like her pride won't let her do it. This was some no. good acting right here, yeah. though. Because ooh, and, she was. And so she kills she Zelda. Drunk. She kills. She kills Hilda, but Hilda this time does not come back mm-hmm. out of the cane pit where, like, you know, before she killed her, you know, bury her, and she comes back, you know, within a couple of hours. And the devil's like, no, she's gone for good. And then Zelda's like whole thing falls apart. And just, you know, I love this scene because it, it it sort of kind of gave you without being over the head. She does, really does love her sister. It's like a definitely a love-hate thing, but you know. Right. 
It does tilt a certain way. And so Sabrina, so Wish Warwell finally finds Sabrina and wakes her up using the fucking um the voodoo doll that she made from her stuff. <laughs> right. She had a voodoo doll for everybody. She sure the fuck did. <laughs> and so Sabrina and Salem basically outsmart Batty Bat. And Sabrina has a plan to try to get into everybody's dream to try to see if she can get some help, you know, banishing Batty Bat. But, you know, everybody's so freaking distraught. Uh, Ambrose can help. The only but, person, but, yeah, the only person, yeah, because the only person who's actually helpful is really just Hilda. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Ambrose, Ambrose is no help. Um, uh, Zelda is definitely no. Yeah, help. Zelda's just Zelda's too hysterical. Well, Ambrose did help with the with um. Well, yeah, the, the, the distraction. The yeah, Ambrose did help yeah, with the distraction. He was a distraction. Yeah, he, he was a good distraction. Okay, but I mean, she figured that out yeah. like immediately. <laughs> and and so and so and Zelda um and Hilda told her to use her familiars, which are her spiders, and the spiders basically you know they shoot webs and capture Batty Bat. So that um, she can be recaptured into a bottle. That was a really great, like, yes. seeing the graphic. Yes, that that, mm-hmm. that didn't look that didn't look cheap at all. That looked great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was really cool. Are we at the close of this episode? I'm literally like, y'all, my back is to the door, and I I keep turning around. <laughs> yeah, we're done with this one <laughs> this because this is this is where Sabrina, after seeing Miss Warwell in her dream, goes to Miss Warwell's house and like, okay, right. bitch, listen, right. <laughs> who is you? And then enter chapter six because yes, uh, <laughs> like y'all, I, like, like, y'all no, I, I get it, I get it. I'm serious, but like. Freaks out like you just uh uh-uh. uh because it's a fucking I keep sleep. Thinking, demon. Like it's gonna come up behind me like. <laughs> it's, oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. Trust, trust me, Latria. When I was when I was younger, and you know those when those slasher films were a, a big thing, like Scream, oh, yeah. and I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm I mean I'm I'm shooting myself in the foot here, but man, was I scared to to walk through my house by myself. Like I could not turn any corner oh, without yeah. turning to, all like, the lights on. I used to anytime I hit a switch, I would like turn it on. Like I would turn right. every light on as I walk. Like there's no way. This is this was literally the one time where I was jealous, like super jealous of all my super religious cousins. Cause they <laughs> were never ever afraid of any horror because their devotion was so strong <laughs> that they were just like they would look at me and they'd be like so disgusted, like really, don't you believe in God? Really, do you really think He's gonna do that to you? And I'm like, this is the 80s, God, this is a, this is a slasher person. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Episode uh, Episode six is called "An Exorcism in Greendale," where Sabrina learns, of course, that her friends are having all these terrible visions after dealing with Uncle Jesse. And so she decides to have, to astral project herself over to Uncle Jesse's room to try to figure out what's going on. And of course, it's revealed that, you know, it's a demon who, like, I think his name's like Marikai, Marikai, something like that. Basically, it's like ice cream, like, with the letters transposed because <laughs> demons have terrible like, senses of humor. <laughs> that is funny. That was funny. I was like, they got you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ambrose was like, uh, no need. I figured it out. 
<laughs> right. So somebody's somebody playing jokes on you. Yeah, basically. He plays you like a fiddle. Yeah, basically what she wants to do is to have an exorcism to release his demon from Uncle Jesse's body because it's been plaguing the other kids. But of course, her um her you know, Aunt, Aunt Zelda basically tells her that, you know, witches are not allowed to perform exorcisms. You know, your father is the only one who ever tried anything like that. And, you know, you certainly can't participate in, in um, Catholic ones. And so she's trying to figure out what to do, but it turns Wait, out, of course— Wait, can we just pause—like, her daddy did a lot of stuff. How is he still a high priest? I guess that's why that's he— That's the thing. I guess that's why I his— In quotes, his plane fell or whatever. Yeah. But he, he, clearly, I, yeah. he was doing a lot of stuff. I have a feeling that we're going to find out just more about the kind of crazy stuff that her father has to do to keep himself alive oh, in the next season. Because he was doing all, you are absolutely right. The stuff that, that people keep on bringing up his name, and it's always it's always in conjunction with, here's what we don't do here. Right. <laughs> so, this oh, shit we tried back in the day. Spellman, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, right. I feel bad for her. She knew nothing about her father's life. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he seemed, he, the father seemed to be a... Yeah, the father seemed to be a complete thorn in everybody's side, so... Yeah. Which is how he came up dead, I'm sure. Mm. Is that in the comics, Brandon? Like, anything oh, no. About- no, no uh, well, it's in the comics, Edward Spellman's turned into a tree for an indefinite amount of time. Oh. But nobody knows where the tree is, except for Madam Satan, who goes to the tree and basically destroys it. Oh, okay. Interesting. But some of that about him being a more, I uh, guess, liberal-minded uh, head of the Church of Night is in there. Okay. So what ends up happening is that Sabrina gets Miss Wardwell, and she get Hilda too. Yes, to try to perform this. Um, this witch exorcism, right, um, that um, Edward Spellman wrote out to try to, you know, get rid of the demon that's inside of Uncle Jesse, who, of course, it turns out that he, the demon possessed him because, quote, he's a sodomite, unquote. And he feels shame about being gay because, you know, homophobic people put that shame into him. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, are all of Susie's relatives LGBT? Yeah, because remember Dorothy addressed up as a man. Yep, Uncle Jesse. And then the uncle would wear his her grandmama's clothes. Yeah. So, which is why I was like, I feel like I feel like the dad was like probably like, okay, you want to be Susie? That's cool. Like, I guess at that point he was like, whatever. Yeah, maybe that's why the father. Yeah, maybe that's why the father is okay with it. He's had. He's seen this before. No, here's the one thing that I I'm a little worried about for all of this that's happening. Right. I hope that people who who are not in the LGBTQ community are watching. I hope they don't start thinking that this is hereditary because it's not people. <laughs> that's not how that happens. It's not passed. You don't run the family. ability. <laughs> right. Because like one part I really didn't like, I, I like that they did it, but it really made me sad was when after this whole exorcism thing happens, Susie starts trying to wear a dress and starts trying to dress like a quote unquote girl because mm-hmm. they're so yeah. distraught about, you know, like the, the demon and the things that they were saying and stuff and di- didn't want to be quote an abomination. I know, it broke my heart. Yeah, yeah. I was I was sad for her. I was like, oh, 
Yeah. Also, yeah. the um the tw- the t- um, Twitter profile for the show was uh, <laughs> responding to people all day long talking about um, business sisters interceding on in our behalf. <laughs> Which <laughs> is the chat wow. part of the chat they use in the exorcism when they're trying to get the demon out. And the only way they get it out is because they also bring in um um Aunt Zelda. And also they they name every famous person accused of being a witch in literature and in history <laughs> to try to yeah. bring them into the room to try this demon out. <laughs> they said Tituba. They said bro, Cersei. I thought they were going to. Yeah, because they brought up they brought up the woman from um, or, the original season of um, of uh, American Horror Story, didn't they, Latria? Wasn't that the vote woman the person that Kathy Bates played? Um. Well, now see, I don't. Oh, you talking about in Coven? Yeah, in Coven, Mary, uh, Marie Devo, or whatever. Isn't that the? Isn't that the character? About, uh, they they said Morgan Le Fay. It was a different person. Oh, oh my bad. Sorry. The yeah. vote was, that was Angela Bass's character. That was the voodoo yeah. priestess, right? Oh, uh, but I thought it was a, I thought Marie the Kathy Bates. Yeah, but Kathy oh. Bates character, I thought that was Marie Laveau because she's supposed to be French. She's a French, she, well. I thought that was, that's a, I thought that was um Angela Bass's character. Maybe, I don't know. Hmm. But I didn't even oh, pay well. to those names. I was too busy, like, trying to figure out what was happening. When that worm came out of him. Yeah. Right. When he, bumped, thought, he, he, saw, the, when he, he saw the bubble coming, like I was like, oh, shit. He went that Poltergeist 2 bullshit. He <laughs> said so that bubble traveled up his <laughs> stomach. <laughs> I honestly thought that we were going to see, like, she was naming all these names, and I was like, "Are they going to bring up every single witch in history?" <laughs> I need help. Every single thing. Visit us, sisters. Intercede on our behalf. <laughs> right. Bruh. I was half. I was halfway going to be like, halfway going to, to finally say like Joan of Arc or something like, because I mean, she was. She was, according to the history, she was. Um, um, she was branded a witch and killed at stake. You know. Man. Speaking of Marie Laveau, I went to that house when I went to New Orleans last year. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. What did you think? Mm-hmm. Like, they have it, like, it's it's like a little voodoo shop, like, actual, or, you know, a collectible. Like, I guess it's the house, I think it's supposed to be the actual, like, the building is the actual house she lived in, but it's, like, turned to a shop now. Okay. Yeah. And I bought a ring. It's supposed to help with creativity. It's really pretty. Yeah. But I was, like, not touching anything else because I don't know about it. Yeah, and there's one line I forgot to mention in episode two when they're talking about how when Sabrina was talking to the weird sisters about you know her dark baptism and the whole thing, like you know because she was like you know I don't want to give up my freedom for power I want power and freedom and and um uh, prudence prudence is like Oscar Priscilla prudence is like the Dark Lord will never give you that you can't have both of them why not well he is a man isn't he right it's just like wow. Yeah, patriarchy was all up and through this. So, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. So even though, especially ex- especially in the very last scene at the end, when uh, Father Blackwood showed his true colors, I was like, oh, uh huh, I oh, see yeah. what you're doing. Oh yeah. And so when uh, after they exercise Jesse, uh, Madam Satan goes back and kills him. 
Because basically, he was just there as a pawn, I guess, to sort of kind of get Sabrina used more and more into, like, doing, like, like low-key, against-the-rules witch stuff. Sort of, I guess, mm, yeah, for that much. taste. Pretty much. It's just, to, yeah, it's literally just to get Sabrina to closer trust. And closer. To get Sabrina to trust... Um, to trust um to trust um her basically. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm so she mad knew that, that eventually Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say I'm so mad at every point she basically ended up doing exactly what Matt said. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. Like every right. time you think they're like, oh, okay, she's not gonna go that route. And then it turns out Madam Saint like, route. oh, but I had a plan B, C, and D. So eventually yeah. she came. It just it took a little longer, but eventually we're yeah. getting a step closer. And I was like, my God, this woman cannot fail. She showed a fuck yeah. she, she thought of everything. She was like, everything. oh. So now you, yeah, she was like, oh, so now you know that I know you know that I am a witch. You don't, you don't approve. I mean, you don't trust me anymore. What can I do to make you trust me? Oh, I know. I'll, I'll create a, a problem that you can only solve with my help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Sure yeah. will. So episode seven is called The Feast of Feasts. And in this episode, Ooh. it's Thanksgiving everywhere else. But the Spelman House, there's you have this the feast of feasts. This is not Thanksgiving. <laughs> Basically, it's a ceremony where the coven they send forth a person from each family, like a witch from each family, basically to participate. And whoever gets chosen becomes the queen of the lottery. feast. Yeah, it's a Basically, lottery. Basically, what's that movie Important. with? Uh, what's that movie with Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Hunger Games. It really is the Hunger Games. Oh, Lord. Yeah, because they, the, the queen of the feast gets to be gussied up and fattened up for a week, and then they eat her. Mm-hmm. And Pretty much. Was it clear that it was supposed to have been Sabrina, but the spell made it? Because, like, Sabrina's looking at her ticket like it was, go, like it was her. But then it turned out it was I know, be I was like, is it, is because hers no. is burning real slow. And I was like, wait a minute. So yeah. is it her? But yeah, so the idea like, is that Sabrina's own is Sabrina's own is the burning the the second slowest. So she becomes the handmaid. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So Prudence barely burns. See, I thought I thought Prudence just picked her because she hated her to be her handmaiden. So she was like, I'm gonna make you wait on me. Yeah. Handmaiden. Nope. Yeah, because Lady Blackwood, I mean, we could talk about it, this whole spoiler thing. Lady Blackwood, Fire Blackwood's wife, who also another black witch, here for it. She Come ca- on, diversity. Yep. She <laughs> cast a spell on the fucking ballot box because she mm-hmm. hates prudence, because prudence is Fire Blackwood's illegitimate child. I wonder how long she knew about that and how long he knew. Well, I guess he knew forever, I mean, but I wonder yeah. how long his wife knew. I guess he I guess she suspected and guess she's just started digging. Yeah. Which is funny because from the very first like episode, I just assumed that that was his daughter. Like I just because of the way how he he based, like you could tell that she was like the favorite student. Like I just I was like, "Okay, that's her daddy because she clearly looked mixed." Right. So when it came out that he really was her dad, I was like, ah, but she didn't know. I just, I just always assumed that that was his daughter from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Which I'm guessing that is like the underlying reason why he kind of like heralded her as like his best minion. Yeah. Because he knew she was his daughter, but 
but they want to tell nobody. And right. so they're forced to like give her everything she wants, including um, milk baths and cookies and stuff. And she is just enjoying every minute of it. But Sabrina is sort of kind of skeptical. Like she's wondering if it's possible that, you know, maybe this whole thing isn't, quote, unquote, the Dark Lord's will, but Father Blackwood somehow. Or someone else is like Sabrina's just skeptical that you know that just think pretty should go through with this, and of course, I it, mean the whole thing. The whole thing screams of patriarchy, stop, patriarchy right. bullshit, right? Yeah. It's it's it, do this ritual because men, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But I'm just I was curious because like Father Blackwood, he granted he's like the high priest. But he's literally walking around like he's a Dark Lord himself. I'm like, at some point, I wonder if the Dark Lord going to be like, wait a minute, you're getting a little cocky. Like, you're getting a little too familiar, yeah. Like, I, See, I, I, want, I, want you, I want you to carry out some things. Season. I want you to carry out some things, but you up here, act, you know, making people kiss your hand. Like, you you acting like I you forgot. Mean. You acting like you mean. Thank so, you, Latria. I oh, we, oh, we forgot the kink, didn't we? We forgot. No, we ain't got to the kink yet. Well, we forgot oh. in episode three when Madam Satan failed the first time. She begged the Dark Lord for forgiveness, and he showed up to give her the forgiveness. And she, he, she had to bend down, y'all, oh, yeah. and the, kiss the, the cloven hooves of the devil. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I remember that text, y'all. I know I hit y'all because I, I was in the house. I was apoplectic. I was like, oh, my <laughs> living God. She is kissing the devil's cloven hoof. <laughs> well, Listen, she is Brandon, bond, so. I, I live. Because, because, <laughs> listen, I watched this scene and I thought to myself, when Brandon gets to this scene, there is going to be a blood curdling. <laughs> and there was. <laughs> I I was cheating and I bust out laughing because it is a hoof, people. Yeah. Like, there is there is there's no there's no subtlety. There's no <laughs> there's yeah. no that could have been something else. No. <laughs> that is a hoof. <laughs> And then the camera pans up and you see the full body. And I'm like, oh my God, this show doesn't give a stuff. And it just, just does not care. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Negative fucking chill. <laughs> Was it the end of three or the end of four? Like somebody, like a devout Christian who's trying their best to, to watch this show because they, they like Sabrina they and they, they would <sighs> I mean they could try they could try but by that point that episode three nah bruh that's why you say no <laughs> <laughs> was it three or was it four I'm, I'm trying to find it it's four. It's the no, no. It's no. It's not three. It's not four. Because four is where she puts the, the spell on the mirrors. It had to be because I feel like I went to look at three, but maybe it's not. It was the, early on, Brandon. Yeah, maybe it's not at the very end of three. Maybe it's at the very end of two. Because I'm trying to find it. Two. I, yeah, I, it might be the very end of two because it was very early on that it was made very clear that she's clearly working for him. Right, like directly, directly under him. It's two. It's after the dark baptism goes bad. 
It's not the end. Yeah. It's not the very end, but it's at the dark place. She's, she's please, Dark Lord. And oh, then yeah, you hear the door open. failed. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear the footsteps. And I, I remember being like, so I know the comment the devil show, but is the devil going to show up in this program? Because <laughs> because the devil didn't show up to the um, the dark baptism, but then lo and fucking behold, mm-hmm. it's the goddamn devil. There he is, and the club and I was like, I'm not worthy of your love, but I will kiss your this, beautiful feet. This goddamn hoof. <laughs> Listen, you need to give Michelle Gomez all the fucking Emmys because she bit down and she kissed that hoof. <laughs> She pissed that hoof. And I was like, man, man. She picked it up, Brandon. She didn't even yeah, like. She put her like, hand around it lovingly. <laughs> she put her hand around it and she picked it up and she was like. <laughs> wait, listen, wait till I figure out how to make a gift out of this. <laughs> Oh God, no! <laughs> it's, it's, I, you know what? In fact, now let me let me search the let me search into it because I know that goddamn. You know, somebody on Tumblr already got that shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been down a, a cup, lovely cup in the club of hooves of Satan. Listen. And so what she's wearing too is like it's almost like it's almost like a meme like when 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 you're trying to be when you're trying to be classy with your clothes but you're still the devil's concubine. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> like, oh, oh Jesus! Boy. What is this program? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, so Sabrina is takes. Prudence, we're back in episode seven, uh, to school with her as her quote-unquote cousin, you know, as leads to the feast, the feast, the feasts. And because she promises that there's boys, mortal boys to ravage <laughs> at school. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I'm sorry. But when that scene, she shows up to the library, all of her, she introduces them, everyone says, hello. The first thing Prudence says is... You promised me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I sent you a message on Messenger, and I yeah. was like, Prudence literally just said, You promised me penis. Yep. <laughs> that is what happened. Oh, boy. And so, sort of kind of what a character. alongside this, the kids at school have been assigned to research their family histories. Which ties in very importantly to the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Rosalind learns from her grandmother I, Walker that all the Walker women, or vast majority of them, end up going blind when in their teens. Mm-hmm. But they also develop a sense called the cunning. The cunning. Yeah, yeah, that gives them like uh, Cisco Ramon type powers <laughs> of clairvoyance that's, that's and a very interesting, very interesting sixth sense. Yeah. Which I really, I really like that the Walker women came up with that name themselves. It's a really nice clip name to, mm-hmm. to call it. Right. Um, most people just thought it would be a curse, but they decided, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this curse, and I'm gonna turn it into a, a gift as opposed to, you know, what it was meant to be. Um, I also like the idea that even early <laughs> on, Miss Wardwell is planting the seeds of, 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 like. Like um, division yeah. amongst all of Sabrina's friends. The mm-hmm. idea behind, not that I've seen the entire season, it's very clear to me 
that the idea behind this whole class assignment is that certain people are supposed to find their their um their sort of ancestral root or not roots but um connection commonalities or connection sorry to witchcraft and whatnot right and it's supposed to eventually lead to them realizing that Sabrina's a witch and then they're supposed to then they're supposed to like denounce her as friends. Yeah. That is what is supposed to happen. Yeah. Susie right. finds out that their ancestor Dorothea was, you know, a, a woman who wore man's clothing, they they call it, who helped, you know, settlers from the old country come to America. And of course, it turns out that the settlers were the Greendale 13, the witches who were executed, you know, in the town. And Dorothea ended up burying them on the um, the Putnam family farm. And actually, apparently it was 14, which is why they had to feast the feast, because the 14th sacrificed herself so that the others could have sustenance. Mm-hmm. Which is why they have the ritual killing. Right. And Harvey, of course, learns that he comes from a family of witch hunters, the Von Kunkels. You know, and like they go out, dear, like they go to visit um, a woman, Desmonda, who was a witch who ran away when she was named um, the queen of the feast. And she's lived in the woods ever since. And she looks like the Wicked Witch in every storybook you've ever read. Mm -hmm. Yes, she does. That protruding eye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it funny, though? I I, I think it was really cool of them to to do that because they, they basically just said, you know what? Um, no one ever, no one ever expects us to do the stereotype because it's 2018. Eh, whatever. Let's just do the stereotype. Right. right. And so, meanwhile, the kink, the kinkles are out deer hunting, and Grandpa Kinkle wants Harvey to shoot his first deer. We don't see it, but apparently Harvey couldn't do it, so Grandpa Kinkle did it himself. But it turns out the deer wasn't just any old deer; it was a familiar. And so, you know, the witches see this dead goblin on the is it half goblin, half animal on the ground, and they want revenge. They want, you know, blood for blood and eye for an eye, that sort of thing. Because they learned that it was like Harvey and his family, because they cast a spell of invisibility and sort of kind of watch him come over. But, you know, Sabrina's determined that it's not Harvey who actually did it. But the other two weird sisters are not so convinced, and they will do something about that in a second. But before we get to that, you know, uh, in the same episode, Aunt Zelda is appointed to be the midwife by Father Blackwood for Lady Blackwood, who's had multiple miscarriages over the years. Mm-hmm. And apparently a witch's term, like a witch baby's term is 13 months and not nine. Right. It takes a it takes a, a couple more. It takes about four more to really get that evil. Yeah, because she was like, she's not even in her fourth trimester, and I was like, wait. What? <laughs> like I was literally sitting here counting. I was like, oh, y'all yeah. just stay a lot longer. <laughs> oh yeah. And so they're trying. So she's trying to make help Lady Blackwood alone so that she can like bring these babies to term. And of course, you know, at the dinner. Aunt Zelda makes her truth cake when, and so everybody just starts spilling their own teas. <laughs> and Lady Blackwood admits that she tried to cast a spell that made Prudence the uh, the queen of the feast, so that she will be eaten and die, not be able to challenge her. 
you know, her babies that are coming for the uh, the church because, you know, of course, she will be Father Blackwood's oldest uh, heir. But she's hoping to have sons, of course, so that, you know, because patriarchy, the sons, even no matter what age they are, the oldest son would get the the church first before the daughter would. Mm-hmm. And so when all this comes out of the dinner table, it wanted to listen, I laughed the entire way through this scene because it was like yes. it was like liar liar amplified. They could not stop. And they, you could tell that on their faces they're trying so hard not to tell all these damn lies. Yep. <laughs> it's like, are you my father? Like, yes, I am. Are you our father? The other two girls. No, you're just orphans. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I also like how this episode develops um, prudence because, you know, she learns, you know, that, you know, Father Black was been lying all this time. Sabrina was right. And Sabrina was actually trying to look out for her. You know, Sabrina, you know, even though they've been, you know, like adversaries at school, Sabrina gen- genuinely does care. She's Captain Savo. Oh, yes, she is. Lord and, s- and so at the actual <laughs> Feast of Feasts, they... um. Announced that, of course, that Prudence can't fulfill her duty. She can't be eaten. And the, the witches are like, no, that's not fair. I'm ravenous. I've been fasting for days. And so he's trying, because like, Sabrina suggests that he tried, that he announced that they're not going to do this ever again because her father had actually outlawed it. And then, of course, Father Blackwood, he became the, the high priest, had a vision. They should bring back this old tradition. Mm. Uh, and so he's about to announce this when one of the witches stands up and kills herself mm-hmm. and says, you know, praise Freya, who's the witch from the, the Greendale 14, which became the 13, who sacrificed herself. So she kills herself, and the wretched witches immediately just jump on and start eating. And Father Blackwood is like, you know, this is our uh, uh this is this is our queen of the feast and everything. But, and, and Sabrina, you know, I thought it was. I was like, but y'all not gonna like roast it. Y'all just eat it raw. Like I thought, you know, y'all I got no seasoning. You know, drain the blood, chop <laughs> up, put it in the oven. I was like, oh, y'all just going like hyenas. Like, yep. season her. <laughs> That's how people don't trust sushi. Like, that's that's <laughs> not how I thought it was gonna go. I thought that it was gonna be like a formal dinner or something. <laughs> right. Wow. But yeah, so the other two girls, Agatha and Dorcas, uh, without Prudence's, you know, like participation, they cast the spell on the mine where Harvey and his older brother Tommy work and caused this, you know, cave-in to happen. Because, you know, they're trying to kill the witch hunters. And so there's like, you know, since it's the mine, you know, they go to this, you know, like all everybody in town goes and, you know, tries to like help rescue people. But they can't save everybody. And one of the people they cannot save is Tommy. Mm-hmm. And so, and the thing is that the, you know, the Spellmans find out before, before the people do, because, you know, that there's like, I, I think Ambrose as projected into the mine and found out everybody was dead inside, including yeah. Tommy. So he but, said, was it Zelda that helped him or was it Hilda? It was Hilda. I think it, uh, no, it was Zelda. It was it Zelda. It was Zelda, yeah. Yeah, which was surprising. Which I was, I like, shocked at. Yeah. And so, but but uh, Harvey still has hope that he'll see his brother again. And Sabrina is far too... He, she can't bring herself to tell him. Which I thought this was, like, really, really good writing this episode. Because it's, like, the whole thing of, like... It takes the whole trope of 
Harvey Harvey can't learn this actual thing that's going on to a more dramatic point than you usually see it in Sabrina stuff, you know? But this is where my feelings toward her took a dive. Oh, yeah. Because she got real reckless and real stupid at this point. And I'm like, girl, okay, you doing way too much that you're not quite capable of doing. Like, yeah. just, You know what's doing way too much? It's the fucking kinkles at the funeral. So they bury an empty casket and everything. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and and like like when um, Father King gets to give the um, his eulogy, Harvey's like, "No, Dad, he hated the mines. He didn't like working in the mines. Like you're saying this eulogy, he hated it. He hated you. He, you know, he gave up his whole life to protect me and not go to school on a football scholarship because he loved me and didn't want you to beat me." And they start having a fucking fight at the funeral, mm-hmm. and it's funny because you know oh, the other witches funeral. I'm like, wow. I, I like white people acting the fool. The other witches have right. been very, very, you know, like meticulous about not using their powers in public. But Aunt Zelda has to stop uh, Mr. Kinko from beating his son to a pope right there in the graveyard. Right. Without anybody knowing that's what she did. But at the funeral, Rosalind picks up Tommy's, you know, blood stained uh, miner's hat when it falls off the casket. And she has a vision of Tommy in limbo, lost. Mm -hmm. Like her first use of her cunning. Mm -hmm. And also, don't forget who else she saw. She saw... What was that she saw? It was a decrepit Sabrina. (laughs) Okay, that's what... Okay, so that that represents that she's a witch. Okay, I was trying to figure out what that vision was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like all the witches have these like evil true forms. I got you. Like the movie The Witches with Angelica Houston, which has not come on this Halloween, and I am upset about it. Sorry mm-hmm. for that tangent. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. I should probably watch that. That's where yeah. he turns, she turns the boy into a mouse, right? Yeah, that's my favorite Halloween movie. And I have right. not seen it on the schedule. Right. Meanwhile, I haven't seen... one. The one that I was looking for is the one with um, Sandra Bullock. I forgot what that was called. Oh, Practical Magic? But, yeah, I thought that would come on or somewhere. They all mm-hmm. keep talking about it anymore. the Goonies. Yeah, like, I don't care about that bullshit. Like, <laughs> give me well, some, focus give me more. Okay, but my, it's literally the only thing I swear that they've had on the schedule, and it's like, okay, but mm. where's the... But, but we already canceled Beth Mid- Midler, the so... Where's Where's the Right. Yeah. And of course, maybe Fox, it'll be on. Maybe it'll be this week. So yeah, you never know. Yeah. I just need to look on Amazon see if I can find it on DVD. Yeah, Father Blackwood comes to the Spelman house to meet Zelda about you know the whole midwife thing, mm. and this is where the affair begins between oh. the two of them because the yeah, Father Blackwood's oh I guess he's all backed up. You know, he has quote unquote needs, and so he starts sleeping with Zelda and starts having them beat themselves with cat of nine tails, 50 lashes, I guess to punish themselves. And we'll be in exquisite ecstasy. I'm like, what in the 50 shades of witch is this? <laughs> listen, listen, when when he turned to her and he was like, what do you think of that? She was like, that sounds appropriate. What? <laughs> I was like, what? What? What, Zelda? <laughs> I was like, oh, Aunt yeah. Zelda got a different side to her. 
Oh, yes, she that's does. Why, that's why she's so uptight. Lord. <laughs> right. And so, like, and so in this episode, we also, you know, because we see Rosalind learning more about using more of her kind of, we see Susie's talking to Dorothea, and Dorothea is basically giving her advice from beyond. And so, like, Miss Purge, you know, all Sabrina's friends have, you know, powers of some sort, except for Harvey. Uh- <laughs> it's it's fun because it's almost like everyone's developing secondhand Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also kind of like, you can tell that they're a little bit more receptive where Harvey is just so dumb and oblivious. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to believe anything, so that's probably why. You know, because they always say, like, when kids are younger, they have e- ESP, but, like, as you grow older, you kind of, like, grow out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So they could just be more, like, receptive, like, hey, something is kind of strange with this town. Where Harvey's like, do 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 Like, he's just kind of aloof. Yep. And so Rosalind has a dream. Wait, no, no. This is the vision that she had, like, um, of of heart when she had um Tommy's helmet and in the vision of not just the whole limbo thing she also saw two the two weird sisters who cast the spell mm-hmm. but she's like I saw these weird girls in these like old fashioned dresses with collars on them and she was like just two and of course she realizes who it is you know and she shows up at the at the witch school like you bitches got well you bitches gotta pay you tried to kill my boyfriend and you did kill his brother and so listen when she when she when Ross is explaining to her and Ross is like isn't that weird everybody's like yes that's very weird (laughs) because she knows because you know exactly what she's implying weird sisters (laughs) yes very weird indeed. So then Sabrina does a plan that even has to be fucked up. I mean, this is how you know she's at the goddamn child. All right, so her plan is because she steals Miss Wartwell's Book of the Dead, which has the necromancy spells. Right. She's going to kill Agatha, because apparently Agatha was the one who wanted to do it more than Dorcas, or the rest, or just Dorcas just sold her out. Kill Agatha, use, because like, the only way that necromancy works in this show is that you have to kill somebody to order to raise somebody back from the dead to keep the balance changed. So kill Agatha, bring back Tommy, but bring Agatha back using the cane soil in the um in the family graveyard. And so they go through all this complicated shit. And Sabrina does it. And when Sabrina tells Ambrose, Ambrose flips the fuck out. Because mm-hmm. she's, like, playing with life and death now. This isn't just, like, simple parlor magic. It's, like, the most dark Yeah, you've taken magic it yeah. far. And this is where it, like, pissed me off. Because you could tell he was, like, dude, like, you do not know. And she's like, oh, it'll work out. And I was like, I just wanted him to slap shit out of her. I was like, okay, you know what? I hope it all fails. Because you're sitting up here with your little cocky self thinking you know everything. You just became a witch 13 hours ago. <laughs> like, yeah. you you don't know what you're doing. And here, here Ambrose, and I was like, he clearly knows he's talking about. Yeah. But girl, listen to him. Oh, no, 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 no. She'll be back. She'll come back. And so Agatha, it's all gonna be fine. Like they kill, they kill Agatha, and they do bring her back. But she doesn't realize that bringing back Tommy means that Tommy's gonna be coming back into the mines. And so Tommy's up breaking out the mines on his own, but with Sabrina not there, and goes back home and knocks on the door. And it, what it actually, 
Tommy's already there because the knock on the door turns out when we see episode nine is actually Sabrina and she sees Tommy, but Tommy's not himself. He's basically as a talk, as an eat, as a speak, but he'll catch a football. <laughs> and he sort of kind of remembers who he was. But the thing is that he came back without his soul. His soul is trapped in limbo. Or as I mixed, I mixed up. So limbo is in the episode, this episode where we saw... Because Rosalind comes and sort of and touches Tommy's hands to try to figure out what happened while Harvey goes to make soup. <laughs> uh, and so they, so, and then Agatha starts coughing up fucking uh, graveyard Dirt. soil. Dirt. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so clearly it's gone, it's gone terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. You didn't, you, you tried to trick the, the, the scales. Um, you try to, Sabrina tries to, to trick the skills, and you you can never, and that's exactly what the, the adults are trying to explain to her. You can't just play games like this with very serious matters like that. Life and death is not something you play with. So because you only half kind of, it's, it, it's like you you gave a soul, but then you took it back. Right. <laughs> so so you get so you get a so you get a half you get a half baked. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so she's trying to figure out what to do, and she's you know flailing, and then like you know, of course you know all of the, you know both of the aunties are very very pissed at her, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. basically even like, even Hilda. Yeah. And I like how they use that because the fact that Hilda is upset means it's extremely serious. Yeah, because right? like you lied to me, and you did the one thing I told you not to do, which was do this resurrection. And so it ends up that, you know, Sabrina tries to get Miss Wordless help again and she Ugh. casts a spell to go into fucking limbo to try to get his soul back and put it into his body. Yeah. And in uh, limbo, she meets her mother, though. Which is sad. I know. His mother's trapped in limbo. Which means she was taken before her time or something. So I was like, that's yep. letting me know, okay, she didn't die like a natural death. Nope. She was killed. And apparently they told her that her baby had died when they took the baby. But of course, mm-hmm. the baby's there. And Sabrina. But so Sabrina does find Tommy's soul, but the soul eater is coming through limbo eating souls. And right when she gets out of the fucking limbo, it eats Tommy's soul. She's left with just a hand, a soul hand in her arm. Yeah, that was super creepy. She she's like, okay, I've done it. I'm there. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait a minute. Hey, where's the rest of him? <laughs> and so she has to yeah. go and tell Harvey. Like, like she's she's running out of options at this point. She has to tell Harvey everything. That she's yeah. a witch. Um, by by the way, Brandon, before you move any further, I just want to point out that the the way that um Miss Wardwell um anchors or make sure that Sabrina is, um, is is safe in the other side. The, that sort of thread that they use is it harkens back to um, Grecian mythology because that's what Theseus used to get into the the uh, maze to kill the Minotaur. He okay. had um, he had uh, I forgot who was holding the other end of a string. I think it was Medusa on the other end. Um, and then he, and then he um, goes into the into the maze, and he uses the string, so that way he can. That's all he. 
Because the idea is that you go into the maze, the minotaur will find you, and even though you try to escape, you can't escape because you get lost, and the minotaur will eventually find your starved, you know, um, basically, um, you know, body or whatever, and it will eventually kill you. Right. So he kills the minotaur, and then he finds he follows the thread back outside, and that's where he saves the people of the, the place where that always kept on sacrificing souls to um, the island of Crete, where the minotaur lives. So yeah. Yeah, I, I actually, I went to something a lot less cultured. I, I thought about uh, Poltergeist. Oh, did they use that in Poltergeist? Yeah, like like um, like the little rope that they tied the mother to as she was going to the, the, the other side to try to save Caroline. Yeah. How did she, I forgot, how did um Sabrina, because the rope cut, did somebody cut, well, I guess it, it broke. the leader cut the rope. It broke. Oh, it broke? Yeah. <laughs> Um, how did she find herself back to the entrance? She I cast like the spell to reveal the how entrance. Did... Who? She oh, ca- yeah. Okay. Yeah, she cast the spell. And she was running for okay. it, and then, you know, Tommy got eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being fast. And so she goes and tells Harvey literally everything. Which everything. That that is that is a scene for you though. Like she had to act. He had to act finally. And it's funny because all of her fears come true. Just he's he's just not violent about it. He's, right. He's yeah. very he's extremely pissed. He breaks up with her, and you can tell that he does not like witches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and who can and who can blame him? It's right. Because the idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, who can blame him? He, the idea here is that you, yeah, sure, you try to help me, but you deceive me. You, you, you basically, you, 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 you know, your my trust. You broke my trust, right? By, I mean, it's fine or whatever you can tell me what you've been a witch, but bruh, this is not the way I want to find out that you no. are a witch. The idea it- that you try to resurrect my brother and then you did it badly. And then now, now I have to kill him. Yeah. His body. This is very, very bad. Well, no, she was just like, now nah, she was going to do it. But he was like, no, I'll, I'll do it. No, because you've done enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, I, can't, I can't fault him for that. Honestly, I right. was happy that he wasn't violent because I was like, he's so distraught of the fact that his brother is just like, it's just, it's just a husk. It's just a a lifeless thing. There, it's it's terrible. a zombie, basically. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty much a zombie. And no, didn't they bring up the fact that what is this about? Is he gonna turn violent eventually? Is he gonna turn into like if they just left it like that? Is he going to? What is going to happen to him? Yeah, because they were remember, like, he hasn't eaten, and then it was like a big thing about him not eating. And I was yeah, like, wait, what, what's I, going on I with that? I thought he was going to zombie out at Remember, because they found out, was the guy that died, Connor, he had bite marks? Oh, no, he... Yeah, he had, he had, he had somebody, bite marks on him. Somebody, yeah. somebody had bite marks on them. Yeah. It was, it, it was, who had bite marks on them? Oh, no, um, it was somebody that was in the cave, right? Or in the mine? Who was it? Uh, somebody in the wait. Who had? Oh, oh about the body that got brought back to the um for being bombed in the episode. Like, yeah, I don't remember yeah. exactly who had. But it was one marks. of the miners, right? I don't remember. No, wait a second. No, 
it's the family, it's the member, the two, the parents of of um of the of the um, of Luke. No, not Luke. Um, Connor. The parents of the of Connor, right? They died right. because okay. they committed suicide. I think or something like that. Yeah, they did commit suicide. Yeah. Right, but why do they have bite marks on them? Well, I think it's them who had bite marks. No, somebody else had. Okay, so it's not them. Somebody had bite marks, and it's somehow linked to the idea that Tommy or whatever that is, not Tommy, is going to start attacking and possibly biting and eating. Oh, no, no, no. It was somebody else that was in there because I think it was right when they brought the bodies and they, and then that's when Ambrose was like, hey, I need you to come see this. And he was like, this isn't a natural, like, thing, like these, like this isn't, like these are teeth marks and these are human teeth marks. So I I think it was one of the other minors when they got the bodies in. Oh, so they found. Oh, so they because they were like the bodies were coming. Oh, so that's maybe that's why okay, he didn't okay. eat at all. Yeah, he and was, then that then that's when they realized that like Sabrina did whatever she did. Yeah, so he was already full. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so that means that they. Oh God, that means that not Tommy was feeding on the miners. Bodies, maybe? I guess so. Oh, God. That's even more gruesome than I thought. Yeah, and then that's when they were like, he's not eating? And then they got, like, all concerned. And so that's when I was like, well, wait, is he a zombie or a vampire? Like, what's going to happen? This is some kind of thing. Roberto Grasicasa production. All of those are (laughs) possibilities. Right. All the above. Okay. Um, Yeah, I thought that they wanted to use that to... I thought they wanted to use that to, to bring in werewolves. <laughs> into the show. Well, I mean, I, I that was like werewolves and vampires are common season two because remember the guy, you know. Oh yeah, so we forgot to mention. His eyes uh, turn orange. That, yeah, Hilda got a job at the bookstore. You know, the guy at the bookstore is sort of kind of like into like he used to be a TV host. He used to be a weatherman. Then he was a TV host of like scary movies. He just was a vampire, and that's sort of his shtick. And so him and Hilda's. Um, started dating, and one time after he leaves the house, his eyes start glowing orange as he's leaving. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh yeah. God. After they beat the red, whatever that was. Oh yeah, so that's, chapter, that's episode ten. So episode ten. Yeah, that's literally the end. Yeah, yeah, like so. Episode ten is where. Wait, wait, wait. We missed episode nine, though. No, we talk about episode nine. That's this is where Harvey tell she tells Harvey because this is about where she's trying to save the body. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So ten. Yeah. It's the one where it's the finale. Madam Satan's pissed off that none of her tricks are working. So she pulls, like, the biggest trick that she has. She resurrects the Greendale 13 mm-hmm. and has all of them with all their hate and rage for the people She's and the witches in Greendale. She's about to pull out all the stops, okay? All the stops. They are, they the are going she to... She used extra hairspray, too. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. going to bring forth the Crimson <laughs> Avenger the Crimson Avenger being a old Archie character, but not like this. Not like this at all. <laughs> Just the name. But this Crimson Avenger, Red Angel of Death, who's going to come to Riverdale, I mean, to, to Greendale, and kill the firstborn child of every family, witch or mortal. And so the witches the, in the Church of Night, they decide they're going to go to the church, um, to the school, to the uh, the Academy of Unseen Arts and seal with a spell protection and keep everybody safe there. But the Spellman family decides they're going to stay in town and help the mortals. 
And Father Black was like, well, in a surprising, in a surprising turn of turn of um turn of events for Aunt Zelda, who, right, who didn't seem to really to care about anybody. Yeah, she she yeah she decides like, do we're gonna save everybody because you know we made this mistake hundreds of years ago. We shouldn't make the same mistake again, and it feels like we're about to. You know, we should like do our best to stop this because you know these witches are bringing this terror upon the town. We need to keep them from doing so. So they get everybody into Baxter High's basement by using a tornado as a smokescreen. They actually cast a tornado using, like, you know, the winds from, you know, the north, the east, the west, and the south. I was like, I was like, this is like some Witches of Eastwick shit. Okay, we cast some real spells in here. <laughs> a little bowl. <laughs> I was ready to see the tornado happen. <laughs> and so everybody goes into the basement, except, of course, for our supporting cast. Harvey won't go because him and his dad are going are gonna to bring out the storm. And he still pisses Sabrina. Even though Sabrina comes and begs Harvey to go and Sabrina won't do it. So Sabrina sends Asian Bay, Nick Scratch, to keep mm-hmm. watch over Harvey. Yeah. And she's like, I'm Sabrina's friend. Oh, and yeah. Harvey's like, wait, what kind of friend? I'm like, bitch, y'all broke up. It don't <laughs> right. matter, do it. And he said, when he said what kind of friend, he said it like as if like, like, wait a minute. What, what kind of, he didn't say like aggressively. He was like, "What kind of friend?" And he just like, mm-hmm. I love how he just left it like that. Yeah, like, mm, bruh. Yeah. Yep. And of and course, Ross will leave her grand. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ross yeah. will leave her grandmother. Ross won't. And and Susie went to go try to extract Ross, but Ross's grandmother isn't going anywhere. And Ross's grandmother's like, "Child, ain't no tornado that's coming." <laughs> Right. Ross Ross's grandmother is every is every Dominican um elderly woman who is who knows that there's a hurricane coming mm-hmm. in from the Atlantic. Right. And does not want to leave their house pre- precariously on a cliff next to the coast. Right. I, and remember it never failed. Yeah. I remember Miss Wardwell is like narrating this entire episode. Yeah. And so she yeah. says, because she noticed, she notes that like uh, Roz's grandmother is like knitting something. And she basically like, she's knitting that because she knows she's going to die. Like, yeah. Her death yeah, shroud. Knitting her death, her death shroud. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, this is really getting eerie. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to yeah. see where this episode it is in 10, right? Where. Sabrina tells the um the other girls that she's a witch. Yeah, it has it, to be it, ten. Yeah. yeah, it's ten. It's definitely ten because that's when. Because here's the thing. So is it, is it the yeah, day? Because, is it that morning of or the day before? I think it was like the day before. Thing. I'm trying to find the exact footage in here. Yeah, because it's, it's, the it's, it's at the very beginning of ten. Like they the confront witch. her in the bathroom, and she they're like, and the, Ross is trying to dance around it. Susie's like, "Are you a witch?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because Miss Wardwell, that's when Miss Wardwell is kind of like, that's when she's like, okay, that's it. All bets are off. I'm just going to have to do the thing. Yeah, because yeah, that, she's hiding in the stall. And then when they're like, oh, yeah. we still love you. She was like, what? Yeah, because she, cause she was Why did they it. not shun her? <laughs> because her whole thing is trying to separate her from her mortal friends. And she's like... But I guess, does she not realize that they understand that they have some kind of supernatural stuff too? <laughs> Maybe, I don't think, I don't know if well, she does or not. I don't, 
I don't think she knows, but she was, but in any case, it's her fault anyway, because she was the one who spurned them to look into her family ancestry. Right. Right. So she must have had an idea that they were going to find the connections that they did anyway. Right. So, you know, she was hoping that those connections would turn into hate. So open to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but those connections didn't turn into hate. They turned into they they, they actually made this the group stronger. Mm-hmm. So, and so when this tor- when this fake tornado comes and with it these witches, you know, Susie protects Roz and Roz's grandmother by standing guard at the door, basically, like and proclaiming that you know they're Dorothea's descendant. And basically, the witch does it in true because, you know, thank you um, for your ancestor who protected us back in the old, back in the day. But that's not going to save them from the red death that's coming as a goddamn mist. Mm-hmm. A red, nasty looking mist that's going to come and just eat everybody up and kill them all. Meanwhile, yeah, the, they pull all the stuff in this episode, by the way. The, the graphics, the practical effects of the witches. Yeah. Like, every time every time a lightning would strike, and all of a sudden they just appear. I was like, Jesus. Oh, yeah, they were doing I everything. Watch this at night. All the stops were out. This, this was a goddamn great finale. And so the four spellmen are trying their best to cast a spell protection on Baxter High. And so there's like, we should be fine as long as we are, you know, as long as we all stick together and pop. She's summoned away by Father Blackwood because Lady Blackwood is going into fucking labor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Pop Ambrose is summoned away by Luke because Luke is like, I want you here with me, safe with the other warlocks. I love you. Oh my God. Oh God. After two days. <laughs> oh my goodness. I swear to God. Like, the thirst. <laughs> and it was at that moment that Ambrose was like, oh God, the thrill is gone. Like, I don't even like you. Yeah. <laughs> This is a, I this need is, to leave my is, family uh, and you ruined it. You stuck me here in this school. <laughs> yeah, this is a dating app. I'm sorry. This, Which, this, you know, like, I feel bad for Ambrose because it was like he was on house arrest. Oh, yeah, I forgot to he, mention that. And then when he struck that deal with Father Black... Yeah, Father Black, Blackwood basically let him Blackwood, teach at the now school. Now he's realizing, like, okay, this actually isn't better. Yeah. <laughs> Because Father Blackwood's look crack crack. Because I guess Father Blackwood liked the fact that he didn't snitch. So he was like, hmm, I can use that, you know, to my advantage. And then, you know, Ambrose realizes what his true motive was. And he's like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the so one I thing I noticed him. He's like, no, no matter what. Yeah. yeah, the fact that he, the fact that he, um, Blackwood said, I'm actually really happy that you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, that she didn't uh, reveal the occult yeah. conspirators. I was like, "Yep, he's gonna use them." Mm-hmm. Yep, and we'll get to that in a little bit. So yeah. let's do with Sabrina first. We did, I think we do care one character at a time because everything keeps fucking happening this episode. So Sabrina and Hilda are trying to keep the spell on their own, but uh, Miss Wardwell comes along, basically tells Sabrina that she need that that they, that Sabrina is the only person they need to go on the offensive. So she takes Sabrina away and says that Zelda had to keep the, um, uh, Hilda had to keep the spell going on her own. She's like, bloody hell, what? <laughs> Sabrina just continued to listen to Miss Wardwell. Like, girl, yep. your spidey senses never went off. I know. All these, like, all these times. 
And so she drags me into the forest, into the dark baptism place, and to the goddamn the book. And it's like, what's the book doing here? And it's like, no, Sabrina, you have to sign it. You got to get your full powers. It's only able to be strong enough to fight off the Green Dell 13 and the, and the Red Death. And so Sabrina sits there. She goes through the whole season into her mind and everything. I was like, I said her like, don't sign the book, don't sign the book, don't sign the book. And she signed the book, I y'all. Know. I was like, maybe she's gonna put a fake name. No, <laughs> no. Time I saw that first she S, I said, book. girl, are you kidding and me? And then the devil came to this one to cut her finger open and <laughs> put the blood in. Like, yeah. it's of your own free will. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was not expecting that, that to happen this first season. I was not expecting her to sign that book. <laughs> so much is happening. My mind is like, I don't know if I can process all this. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so if I can do it. She signs the book. She goes full Super Saiyan, gets the white hair. <laughs> <laughs> and she... Like this. And using her new power, she sort of kind of deciphers, remembers what she saw when she went to the Mouse Mouse in episode number one and realizes that she needs to burn down the tree where the the witches were hung from, but not with regular fire, but with hell fire. And so she casts spells and burns this tree and all these witches in blue, expensive-looking CGI flames. (laughs) Man, that looks so good, though. Yes, I was like, golly, what problem is this? Who is? I was like, who is paying for this? <laughs> and so she does With this money? and destroys them all, burns them to ash, and the um the red death dissipates, and the whole thing. Harvey's like, what happened? I think your girlfriend just saved this entire town. She's not my girlfriend anymore, but she loves you. Isn't that worth forgiving her? She did. She would die for you. And it's funny that the other man is telling him, you know, to stay with his girl. Yeah, because he's pissed. Because it's like, here I am, and I'm trying to get with this girl. But Look she's at me. On you. Look at and, you. <laughs> and you're and you're not even all of that. <laughs> right. It's pretty much his idea. It's like, really? Like, she's doing all this stuff just for you. And you're just, like I, I said at the beginning of the episode, you're just mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, the scene is playing now on the phone. But, you know, Harvey would die. Rosalind and Susie would die. Please, Sabrina, sign the book. Mm-hmm. I will die. Yeah, she did, the, she did the whole come up behind you yep. and whisper in your ear to spurn you on thing. And I was like, well, she got her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the fucking devil showed up to seal the deal. And so Sabrina <laughs> does come to visit Harvey, does to see how he's doing and everything. And Harvey's like, you know, maybe we could start over, but Sabrina basically is like, it's too late. It wouldn't be a good idea. She doesn't think for her to be around Harvey. And so she gets one last kiss and disappears. Which is, this is fucking tragic. It's completely fucking tragic. And of course she ends up, yeah. she, she's going to the academy full time now with her white hair and her outfit that matches the, um, the, the weird sisters. And that's that with Sabrina. So, Zelda and they, yeah, and they use and they use the walk, Brandon. Oh Don't yes, they did they use the walk. Zelda mm-hmm. delivers Lady Blackwood's babies, but Lady Blackwood dies in childbirth. Mm-hmm. And 
Zelda, what Zelda tells Spider Blackwood is that one twin, because like she had told him that he was having twin boys, right? Because like she got to open the snakes and snails, but and she but she only has delivers one baby. We think, and it's a boy to Father Blackwood, mm-hmm. who he names Judas because, well, you know, we know what Judas Evil. did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so Father Blackwood takes his baby to, like, the warlocks basically says that this is a sign that we will control this coven, basically. So apparently, they already run shit. They want to even, they want to, like, put the women under even more control. Right. Yeah. Ambrose is yeah. looking around That's like, ex- oh, I, I, I was like, damn. I was like, I'm so suspicious of that guy. Like, I just know he had some dumb shit in the background. Yep. But we learned that Zelda took one of them damn babies. The other baby is a girl who right, was born I'm first. Just... How are you going to hide this? Because <laughs> she was afraid that Father Blackwood would have killed the baby so that he well, could have a son right. as the firstborn. Which she probably is right. And so she sure. plans to raise this baby in secret. But the fact that she introduced the baby like as if she had just brought home a really cool-looking potted plant. Right. <laughs> and then Hilda was like, uh, so I'm moving rooms. Yeah. I'm like, I walked out. Because, <laughs> because, when, because when this comes back to bite you, I want to be in the other room. I want a wall between us. Oh, yeah. Look, Hilda like a hell of a man. She said, girl, I need some privacy, okay? You do this by yourself. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> right, so so season two is gonna be some smoke in the city. Ooh, it's gonna be some serious smoke in the city. Also, I forgot to mention that I guess she was under Miss Warwell's like like influence, but when Sabrina cut Ag- Agatha's throat, right at that um that resurrection with ritual, I was like, does John Goldwater know that Sabrina is on national is on is on international television cutting throats? Did he approve this? <laughs> Is this going to go with the digest? Because <laughs> she was hiding behind that tree, and you could tell Sabrina had hesitated. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, a second later, like she just had a different facial expression and she just sliced her throat. And I was like, ooh. Latria, picture a photo cover of the next issue of Archie Jumbo Comics Digest magazine. And it's that still right there of Sabrina no, cutting that not, t- not, <laughs> not at all. No. That would no. not be. You buy, got your I cereal I bind it. and your milk and your no. meat and your and your salad no. mix. And you look over no. and you see no. Karen Shipka with a knife and blood and uh, <laughs> cutting the Asian girl throat. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> That wouldn't, even, that wouldn't even get out of like the creative meeting. Like, hey guys, let's talk about our next cover. No. Yeah, yeah. That that's 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 one in the cutting that cutting room floor. I know, right. I know. I'm just <laughs> that should be a, that should be a skit where they do like River seats from Riverdale on the cover of the. I mean, they already have those, but like the real seats from Riverdale, not just pictures of Betty and Veronica looking like like at the camera cute. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's that's the whole season, y'all. And I haven't looked at the timer on this thing. I'm sure this thing's like three hours. We've been talking for a while, but this show was just uh, awesome. Yeah, you're gonna have to edit. You're gonna have to edit that, sir. Oh yeah, three fifty-one. Oh, child, the ghetto. And I ain't cutting shit. 
<laughs> Y'all about to get all of Sorry, this. Sorry, listeners. Hope you really like it as much as we do. <laughs> Y'all about to get all of this. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to cut down all those all those pauses in between. You're gonna have to take all that out. I'm cut. Maybe cut. you can do like a part one, part two. Maybe. Yeah. I'm like, not. I'm not chopping down yeah. a motherfucking thing. Y'all about to get all of this. I don't know. It's gonna be two parts. Like the. That's a good idea. Like Patria said, part one and part two. I'll cut it right after the whole um, episode five, which I won't recount because you know uh, triggers. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah. So let's get out of here. I ordered food. I said when the food comes, the podcast is over, but I think we're going to end it before the food get here. Because uh, <laughs> this is goddamn four hours. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find us at SSMPodcast.com on all social media at SSMPodcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, TuneIn, wherever else great podcasts can be found. Please leave us. We recorded for like, like all night, y'all. Please leave yes. us. Five-star reviews on iTunes and on Stitcher. We would greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at BTouch. You can find Latria at... At Simply Tria. And you can find Ali at... Uh, Ali Babwa, a.k.a. Ali Babwa, that is. All righty. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. This has been the Say Something Nice podcast. I... Hmm. 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 I am Rosalind Walker. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I am going to bed with this channel plan because <laughs> yeah. Batty Batty Bat is not showing up in my dream. <laughs> I am feeling because I'm not seeing a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. All right, we'll see y'all next time. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.